0: my name is jeremy devons and welcome back to the quiet mind astrology podcast continuing this series all about the houses of vedic astrology and if you want to follow along go to quietmind.yoga houses to get the free PDF download that you can take notes and follow along and learn and apply what you're learning about the houses of Vedic Astrology, one of the most important foundational things to understand. So today we're talking all about the ninth house and this is called the Dharma Bhava. This is the Dharma house. So Dharma is your purpose, your path, your calling, what is right and true for you to be following in this lifetime. And when you do it you feel in alignment you feel in flow you feel like yourself connected to your center and when you're not in alignment with your dharma you just feel off you don't feel good you feel more irritable frustrated you just feel like something is missing and that's the ninth house so we look there to see what it is that is the dharma the path of your life to follow and then even later on we'll talk about further down the line There's a chart all about going deeper into this, of the ninth house, into the D9, the ninth divisional chart, which is all about your spiritual progression and what you're likely to evolve towards in the second half of life. But today, we're just gonna keep it simple and stick with the ninth house of your birth chart. So dharma, your path, this is your spirituality, your religious beliefs, if you have them or not. Do you have an unorthodox spiritual path or do you have a very orthodox spiritual path? Depends on what signs, planets, and influences you have on the ninth house. This is where you look to see those things and you can see the progression through life as well, looking at the divisional ninth chart, which again we'll talk about way down the road. So this is also about your karma, your are doing, your action. Karma is not just what goes around comes around, but it's that you have choice and you have free will and you make choices and take actions and those actions bear fruits and have consequences and that's your karma, that you've done X and you've experienced Y. And it's not always linear, it doesn't always seem like they're related, but the ninth house shows you the karma that you're likely to bring into this lifetime and experience this is also your ethics your ethical beliefs this is uh, if you have ethics or morals or things that you follow or if you're very again very disciplined and steadfast with it maybe you've got saturn here in the ninth house you're going to be very disciplined structured and linear with your spiritual beliefs and progression versus if you had maybe k2 here you'd be more sort of unorthodox and detached from traditional spirituality again that depends on so many factors but just real general. Uh, overview here if you had mars here you're likely to be very ambitious and driven and proactive and have a lot of activation energy and ambition around your spiritual beliefs somebody who might uh, go on uh, pilgrimages or or travel to share their spiritual beliefs like a missionary or something like that like mars and the ninth house is also about long distance travel so this spiritual energy on long distance trips shows you that kind of influence there this is also your higher learning and education so like beyond like primary school and uh, k through 12 things like that this is where you go and if you're going to get like a master's or phd like this sort of higher education that's beyond the the standard schooling if you have a lot of energy here in the ninth house you're likely going to be very interested in achieving those letters and having those that higher uh, achievement in your education this is your philosophy in general like do you have philosophical beliefs are you a philosophical person or you just what you see is what you get kind of person right very straightforward maybe like a taurus energy here in the ninth house would be just very simple and steady and stable versus for example like a pisces energy here is very fluid and very imaginative and dreamy and interested in like way out their spiritual beliefs further out and beyond the physical right so again just one influence looking at that This is the house of luck as well, so it shows you you have good fortune and luck, or more challenges, limitations there. This is about psychology as well, in some way similar to the eighth house, because it helps you understand your psyche, what drives you, your your motivations, and your more so your spiritual side though, like the the ethical, spiritual inclinations you have or don't. This can also show your father and your relationship with your father. Is it challenging? Is it close? Is there a conflict there? And if you have transits going through the ninth house, that can tell you a lot about significant events with your father as well. So your mentors and teachers, and again, the transits can show like when the mentors or teachers come into your life or when they go out of your life. For example, uh, recently, if you're listening to this in 2019, Saturn and K2 have been in Sagittarius all year, 2019, and stay there all year. And that has brought about tremendous transformations in spiritual paths and teachers and communities that i've seen personally here in austin texas and that transit has brought about huge changes because saturn discipline k2 cutting away and uh, moving away what's no longer in service of your spiritual path and that's what's happened so saturn and k2 have come and significantly change the spiritual landscape of the communities i know in austin texas and the teachers and all that stuff has just significantly shifted through the transits through the ninth house of saturn and Ketu, which are uh, they can bring challenging influence there or it could be like jupiter is about to go there when i'm recording this and the jupiter is going to likely bring a more positive influence and uh, make the most of that transformation and that Momentary loss, but of course, everything is transitory, everything is changing. So, when there are transits and challenges like that, it's temporary, it's impermanent, and new things will come. And you know, we're just going through this cycle of karma, unraveling this long cycle of karma. So, the ninth house also shows your long distance journeys again, like if you're going to go on pilgrimages, if you're drawn to going to a spiritual retreat and again your transits will help you see that thing those things more specifically such as like thinking about going on this uh, yoga retreat on this date check your calendar check the schedule see if it fits for what's going on in your ninth house if you've got say jupiter in your ninth house uh in a well placement like sagittarius like it's about to be for a lot of people or somewhere that's you know beneficial or, or positive expression of jupiter that's a great time to go on uh, pilgrimages or retreats or spiritual uh, sort of excursions, things like that, that are long distance. Something that would take like uh, if you were to walk or or just drive there, maybe more than a day to get there. That's a good sort of definition of what long distance would be. So not just like a three-hour trip out of town, but uh, ninth house travel is going to be more like, Uh, a long flight or you know even just somewhere that takes like that would take a day to drive there like a whole day so anything longer than that is a good uh, long distance travel and uh, if you have a lot going on like if you get a big transit in the ninth house like saturn and k2 or a lot of stuff going on there several planets like three or more you want to try to make the most of these transits and and get the most benefic beneficial positive energy out of it as you can by going with it so it's saying it's a time either to go on pilgrimage or retreats or work with teachers or be generous or deepen your spiritual philosophical path or all that stuff's gonna get stirred up and shaken up and it's gonna change whether you go willingly or not it's essentially what's happening i think in the transits i think that's a way that i've i've seen it play out where it's like okay this energy is happening and it can be real challenging and difficult you know it's like bringing a kid into a store they don't want to be in it's like we've got to go to the store we got to do this thing and the kid's kicking and screaming but if you can find the way to sort of get that kid engaged and interested and make the most of it it's like well we're going to the store and you get to do this right same thing for ourselves like this transit is coming and i can just say like i'm afraid uh, i'm afraid to take a time off i've experienced this before but like i know i need to because if i don't like everything's going to get stirred up anyway and it's going to suck so i'd rather just take the positive side of this and the seeming hit and the challenge of like i'm uh, you know uh, this might not be the best time to take off work but the transits actually say it is and you go on this little retreat and you take some rest and, and you come out less damaged than maybe if you had gone kicking and screaming into the transit So this also uh, can represent invention and uh, sort of exploration in general and discovering new things in the ninth house. If you have a curious mind like Gemini is here, likely to be very curious and Mercury there and more likely to have like these insights and this uh, invention and creativity and and research uh, that leads to these new discoveries. And for a mundane, like general population, uh, looking at transits that affect everyone, this can also have to do with the law, judgment, justice, immigration, things like that. Uh, like again, these ethics, beliefs, uprightness, dharmas, this, this purpose in life. So Sagittarius and Jupiter, these uh, again are similar sort of synonyms of the ninth house. Sagittarius and Jupiter, the ninth house, all very similar, all these uh have to do with your dharma your purpose your ethics philosophy beliefs and if you feel in alignment with your dharma you know you're in alignment with what the ninth house is suggesting the energies are there that are for you to work with and if you feel out of alignment maybe you want to look at what's going on in your ninth house from your birth chart your transits and if you're over mid 30s or married especially your d9 chart which again i'll cover in the future uh, but the ninth house is really the place to look for all that stuff and if you're curious about your ninth house, you can go to quietmind.yoga slash astrology to schedule a reading and I'll show you exactly what's going on with your ninth house, your dharma, your path, your spirituality, uh, any long distance trips you're thinking about taking. All right, so I think, I hope you find this helpful. And if you're enjoying this podcast, you can leave a review wherever you listen, share it with a friend to help more people find it. I think this Vedic Astrology stuff is so helpful and I wish I knew it sooner uh, before I went so far down the western astrology path and realized this Vedic astrology stuff actually resonates quite a bit more it was just a lot harder to find information about it so i'm doing my best to share information and hopefully you're enjoying it and you can share it as well and then we'll continue on our next episode all about the 10th house which goes real well with this where we now start to talk about career and the work you do in the world and how people see you in the spotlight All right, so talk all about that on the next episode of the Quiet Mind Astrology Podcast.